3: Weekends were made for sports. Now do the robot voice.
4: I want to hear it again. Meet more sharp Robot. That's a terrible robot voice.
3: A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I'll have aliens now. Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet, Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Where are the turtles? Turtles. Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where
5: are the turtles?
3: And Rashad Taylor.
5: Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man.
3: On 1080, The Fan.
4: Hour two of two here on Sports Sunday. We are in the midst of the NBA playoffs round one discussion if you missed our discussions earlier in the show, we talked about Grizzlies and Timberwolves, talked about Celtics Nets, and just chatted about the Heat and the Hawks. I want to chat a little bit about the Suns and the Pelicans, too, right now. As we uh, we've got a more competitive series than we expected. As the Suns are up 2-1 in the series, they did get the win last game by three, and that was without Devin Booker. Booker's out for three to four weeks. And that's really unfortunate. I absolutely hate the first round NBA playoff injuries mm-hmm. because they, you tried so hard to get to this point, And in the end, it didn't even matter.
5: No. You it's, like that? And we'll, we'll I Lincoln like Park it. Right I there. like it. Doesn't really matter how hard you try. Yep. <laughs> you know, that's where they are. Um, I think I know that song. Did you?
4: I, I knew you knew that song you're you're in sort of in my generation we all know lincoln park at this point but it's it just seems so worthless it's like really Mm -hmm. like we got to this point and now our best players hurt for three to four weeks and they're the one seed and they had the by far the best team in the nba and the bucks lose chris middleton for at least this first series that hurts and they also won without him in their last game and they won huge over chicago it's just – I hate injuries this time of year. It just sucks. No, it's and, – and But but on the flip side, it makes Suns Pelicans a better series because that was a sweep, in my opinion, or it should have been a sweep. Obviously, they lost game two, but that was a clear sweep. they I still think it's probably going to be a gentleman's sweep, but it does make it way more competitive.
5: I think the Pelicans get this this next game, and it sucks because, you know, when when a guy goes down on the floor or on the field, wherever, there's that first initial – damn is he okay Mm -hmm. like i hope he's good like you know you know you don't want anybody to be hurt or anything like that like now if they just got to miss a couple plays because they got their bell rung or something like that then you know okay that's the goal Uh, i think for a lot of concussion protocol oh that's we're not supposed to say that anymore they got hit really hard excuse me they're probably out for the
4: game if they have a concussion now
5: no if they have a concussion but if they just got hit hard to where remember when reggie bush got stuck by and i can't remember who did it Um, It was in a playoff game, and Reggie Bush caught, like, a bubble bubble screen from Drew Brees, and I can't remember who it was there to light him up, but he caught him right in the ribs, and Reggie Bush couldn't get up. I'm talking that kind of hit. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no concussion. I'm not going to miss any time. It just hurt, and I have to take a couple plays out. In football, you're looking for that. In basketball, like, if I cross you and you hurt your ankle a little bit and uh, you sprain your knee for a second, like, okay, I'll live with that. But when you see a guy on the ground like grabbing at their knee or their ankle or something like that, that's how you know like, oh man, I hope that they're I hope that they're good. Like so so there's that first school of thought to where, man, I hope they're good. Then you see him uh carted off and you're like or you see him wheeled off and there's that yeah, okay, I think we got this. I think we might be able to to do this. Like the initial care for that other person is kind of worn off. You see them leaving, now you know have to go you got to get back to the game like, "Oh, okay. I think we got this." There was a split second in that game on uh on game two, I think it was game two, when uh yeah, when Devin Booker got hurt, that they were like, Holy hell, I think we can I think we can do this. Pelicans. Like, I think yeah, I think I think we can do this. It just it didn't happen. And then no it no they yeah, it did happen. Two. Yeah they did yeah. yeah they yeah and they were like oh yeah we can do this. And even the last game they they kept looking and saying like nobody's gonna save them. And then Chris Paul came through Well, and and save them in the end. DeAndre
4: Ayton had an amazing game. He did. But down the stretch, it was Chris Paul that was like, let me put this game away from you. I think that's the the good thing about the Suns is they're built so well that even without their star, they've got guys who are willing to step up and take those points. You know, DeAndre Ayton is not going to get the same amount of opportunities in a game as when Devin Booker's healthy. But getting 20 shots, which he did, and getting 28 points and 17 boards like with that kind of workload deandre ayton's really good absolutely and remember there was like for a second there was talk that they weren't going to bring him back
5: yeah crazy weird. talk yeah crazy talk i don't know and i think that might have been just a i don't know if maybe it was a motivation factor because deandre ayton's played really well, well I, this whole season i got a He's still on his rookie up. deal, right? Are his rookie deals expiring?
4: Contracts, because I know he's a restricted free agent this year. This year,
5: only reason I know that is because I picked him up on my team for the next season in 2K. So I know this <laughs> is his, his free agent year. It's along, it's along with uh, Bradley Beal and Zach Levine, and uh, I want to say LeBron and some other people, Westbrook.
4: Uh, yeah, he is a restricted free agent next year.
5: Yeah, 2K, so, baby. I imagine
4: they'll keep him. But there was some discussion about whether or not they would. If he can do things like that, why would Phoenix let him go? I guess, you know, managing the salary cap is important, obviously. But dude is 23 years old and is really figuring it out.
5: And Phoenix has a problem now because now they got to figure out how to pay everybody. Mm -hmm. Because Mikel Bridges is really good. And he's coming up. Yeah. And he's coming up soon. I want to say next year because this was it, it. Yeah. Bridges next year or the year. Yeah. So let's find out
4: sport track is a great website uh he is
5: he's a he's a free agent so they got to figure out how to pay for these guys you know he's i think he's
4: a free agent yeah
5: so the, yeah that's a problem because you're gonna have to pay for eight and you want to pay for bridges who's your best uh perimeter defender and oh really no he, no
4: he signed a contract extension did he Sorry. okay okay that's, that's good. there's an upcoming contract extension. Yeah, he signed a four-year, ninety million dollar deal.
5: Okay, good. let me make
4: sure then that Aiton didn't do that because I didn't see that on the
5: end. Uh, good. Well, I mean, if they can that. figure out a way to keep those guys together, because I didn't, I wasn't aware of his contract status, but and I thought it might have been, you know, expiring or something like that. But let me see. If they can keep this team together in Phoenix, they're going to have multiple cracks at it. And okay.
4: So Aiton is a restricted free agent, but they re-signed Mikael Bridges.
5: And the good thing about Chris Paul is. Chris Paul doesn't play a Russell Westbrook type of game. No, you know he doesn't have a Kyrie Irving type of game where it's a lot of you know herky jerk movements and dribbles. Like everything Chris Paul does is calculated. Chris Paul calm. knows his role now. He's he can play, he's going to play point guard till he's forty. He can honestly do that and go because you're not expecting him to to, to score a lot. He's not doing a, a a Steve Nash kind of quick paced, you know, seven second offense. Uh, as or long anything as he like can that.
6: get that space, like ten to fifteen feet on a little elbow it, jumper, it's like his little mid range shots are lethal. <laughs> How many times automatic. have we seen
5: Chris Paul save the day, and especially as as a as a Blazer fan? How many times have we seen him save the day for his team oh. just killing in the mid-range?
6: Even in this last game I was watching, I'm like, all right, he's going to circle back around. He got to his spot. All right. Gave him seven feet, and Th- the shot's knocked down. Yep, okay. You Good. know, Leaning
5: back right around, right before, <laughs> right in front of the free throw line, gets that shot. It's a wrap. It's, yeah. That's going in every time. So he's going to be able to play because he's, what, 37 now? So he's going to be able to play till he's 40, and you keep this Phoenix team together, they're going to have a chance at it. So I still think Phoenix is coming out of the West.
4: Oh, me too. Uh, and booker will be back but it uh, does make the road much tougher the west is just weird this not year. not as good as the east this yeah, year it's just weird you know there, there's a bunch of teams that i'm watching in the middle of the of the standings and i'm just
5: like because as much as we want minnesota I don't to
4: like win utah i yeah. don't like denver as much
5: as we want minnesota to win or even memphis we know they're not going to win the championship like no. i mean so it'd be great if they did it'd give us something to talk about but we we know smart money is on phoenix and it probably should be
4: yeah well i mean or I mean I still think the Bucks have a, a great shot. We can get a rematch. We can get Bucks Suns again. I'd be we fine could. with that. I just I mean I think without Middleton I think the Bucks have a real problem because the their biggest thing is But Middleton's if, back in 2 weeks. Like he's on out for the they whole They got to make
5: it through 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 this series because now what you've just done is you've taken out your your closer. Your guy that's going to pull up for a mid range uh a, a mid range jumper or a three-pointer to put you in cont- I mean. put you in position I, to win or win know the if game I I feel it. the
4: same way about Chicago as you do. I I don't think even without Middleton, I think they're winning the series.
5: I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think Middleton is a, a bigger piece to their to their success than people want to give them credit for. And, yeah, I, I think that's a that, that scoring. And even if it's 15 points a night, that's that not having that 15 could be a problem because you don't expect Drew Holiday to do it for you consistently.
4: Well, we'll see. I guess we'll see how this game goes here because is, this is game four, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, it's over there. Yeah, game four. Milwaukee's up 2-1 in the series. And uh, it's hard to stop you on <laughs> It's hard. Yeah, to do he's that really at good at basketball. He is quite good at basketball. All right. Well, uh, let's take a little break from the NBA. I'm sure Joe has more and hated or love it, but uh, the NFL wants to take over a different day, at least this year. No, that's next. This is sports Sunday. On the fan
0: <sighs> spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com. We make getting custom window treatments, a minor project with major impact.
2: There's joy in every journey.
3: Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080, the fan.
4: 1017 here on your Sunday morning. Mike Rashad, Joe with you. 503-250-1080 is the text line. Gonna move on from the NBA at least for a segment here and chat about some NFL. The news came out this week that the NFL is going to put three games on Christmas Day this year. Now Christmas falls on a Sunday this year, which is why they're doing this. I don't know if they're gonna try to make this a permanent thing or not. But uh I guess the the schedule is to be played on Christmas Eve, the full schedule. And then they will have two afternoon games and a primetime game on Christmas Day. Now, Christmas Day has been the NBA's, just like Thanksgiving has been the NFL's. Seems like each holiday has their sport, right? Mm-hmm. And I, for me, as an NFL fan, I'm all about this. Like, I don't watch a lot of Christmas Day NBA. Like, it's not, it's not the day that I choose to consume sports usually and and you know it's it's just regular season NBA games so it doesn't really matter to me but the NFL is a completely different story right so put that on Christmas and okay I'll sit and watch some NFL on Christmas if I'm allowed to because now I've got kids in the house and they're probably gonna be watching Christmas movies but you know I'll, I'll keep an eye on the NFL on uh on Christmas day and I'm excited about this like I I love when they put these games like when you get later in the year and they have like three Saturday games. I love that. I love just the focus on one cuz especially now as a Red Zone viewer, I kind of do like the reverting back to we have it feels very playoffy. We've got one game, one game, one game in a row. You got a day full of football. You can watch them all. It's great. And it because it's on a holiday kind of adds a special vibe anyway. So I'm I'm pretty happy with this.
5: I mean, don't be greedy, NFL like, but it the NFL is played on Sunday. Christmas is on a Sunday. Play your games like this. I mean, to me, that's <laughs> it's, it's not. And then go away. No, no. I mean, and it's not even like that. Like, I mean, for me, I don't know. I don't know how much of a story it is. You know, just because the NFL. Um, well, it's a
4: story because if you're an NBA
5: fan and an NFL fan, now you got to choose. If you're a sports fan, you're. When is choosing ever been a problem? Like, if you're a sports fan cool like you you got sports on so i can turn us i can turn you know the nfl the nba is going to start at 10 you know the nfl's going to start at 10 pick your poison which team do you want to see more cuz here's a good thing about the nfl I, i'm not that sports fan i
4: like having things that i know are at different times like i love when i when i open up my sports app in the morning and i have my favorite section and it's like your soccer team plays at 7 a.m. and then your baseball team plays at 10 a.m. and then your NBA team plays at 4 and your other soccer team plays at 7. And You're I'm like, so
5: scheduled, Lynch. And I'm like, this is
4: amazing. I can watch every game I want to watch. OMG! It's not scheduling. It's it's the fact that I can watch the entire game. Yeah, I get. I mean, okay. I don't like, like I, choosing. I, I, I like having
5: all my all my cake. I understand. You know, <laughs> however, uh, the that's part of you know part of being a grown up man. You got to make tough decisions, do I, And then part you know we we know that <laughs> we know that for the most part the NBA games, for at least the first few games, are going to be good. The last game and the, the evening game isn't. It's usually like Utah, you know, yeah. Someone's like, oh, okay, like I'll watch. It's basketball. It's on. The first but game's usually not that great either. The first game because it's the early morning, yeah. It's game, noon tip so, and for it's the usually, East Coast, yeah. And... So it's it's sh- it's going to be Chicago, Milwaukee, or again or something. Chicago, like Chicago, Boston, yeah. yeah. It's going to be something like that. But then you get. Steph versus LeBron, and then you get, you know, well Dame isn't there, hasn't been there, but then you're going to get Brooklyn versus. I think they were only there once, and Dame was hurt, wasn't he? I think so. And then you're going to get Brooklyn somebody. So you're going to get the stars, the, the big stars of the league, but for the most part, you're going to have two so-so games. NFL, we don't know. Like, we don't know if they're going to, because they keep giving us crap. On, yeah, but the NFL. We
4: the, know what they do for Thanksgiving. Yeah. But, and they can plan that. But the NFL doesn't matter and because it's one game a week,
5: so we watch it anyway. Here you go. Watch the Lions play. Like, <laughs> they play every year. Cool. Yeah. Like, awesome. You know, oh, I think, I think, watch the Cowboys. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> I think the as NBA, soon as I said it, I knew I felt bad. I'm you sorry. Didn't feel bad at I all. did. As soon as I said it, I was like, oh, damn it, Joe.
4: The NBA needs to fix Christmas Day a little bit, though, because you're right. Not all the games are good, and they schedule it so far in advance that they're just predicting who will be good. And I feel like the last few years that I've paid attention to it, there's a couple of duds in there purely because that team got hurt or whatever. Like, you know what it is? The, the 9 a.m. game is always the Knicks, right? Even though the Knicks suck, the Knicks make it because they're New York. And it's, it's, you don't need the Knicks on Christmas Day. Make get, somehow. I, I know scheduling is very difficult in these sports. Figure out a way that you can pick the games later in the season, so you don't need to. You don't need to do like a last second flex, but watch a month of the season. Get into early November, early late November, and then schedule. Make those the
5: years. games Tibid. What? Make the games uh, Tibba. Oh. <laughs> I was like, did you just say a word? Make make him tibid? Yeah, make (laughs) him tibid. I was like, did you have a stroke? Hello? (laughs) Yeah, Hello? (laughs) No, so like last year, you're right. The first game uh, this past year is Milwaukee-Boston. Then it's Warriors-Suns. Then Nets-Lakers. And then we ended with um, Jazz-Mavericks. Like, cool. First two games are like, eh, they're not not bad. But I mean, the first game's not bad, but it's not like, well, let me get up and watch Bucks and and Bulls, like no one really. Somebody's people ain't watching this right now because it started at ten o'clock.
6: Well, it's kind of funny. I mean, just those games you listed there at at the time, the Celtics were not good. No, um, and then you had on paper Nets versus Lakers game, which does have star power, but Nets were a seven seed. Lakers didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah,
4: I mean, they, you know, you had the Kyrie stuff, and Durant was hurt, yeah. and it's just wait later in the year to schedule those games and we were talking about this in the break, maybe leave, like, a five-day window in the NBA schedule where you are capable of flexing
5: those games. Tibba.
6: Well, (laughs) I think it's Uh,
5: Tibba. Tibba. Tibba.
6: Yeah, Tibba. It's funny that you talk about this. Announced. Because (laughs) a couple weeks ago towards the end of the season, I was at my buddy's house, and we were watching a game on NBA TV because the TNT game was, like, Lakers, someone, and it was towards the end of the season, yeah. I, and I was like, "There's no way." I was like, "I don't think the NBA does any sort of flexing of national TV games," because there was—I mean, there was a streak in January, February. I felt like whether it's TNT or ESPN, Lakers or Knicks, every Boo. single game, Boo. every single game. And then I went. Although and, they
4: don't schedule those all in the beginning of the year, do they? Like I, they don't I, sit at the schedule and I, say this is a TNT game.
6: I think they do. They do. Yeah. Because I went and looked up at the beginning of the season, each team they had, like, uh, on Reddit, someone broke down each team and how many national games, TNT Uh, or ESPN, they had, and the Lakers had, like, 33. I see. And the Knicks had, you know, 19 or something like that. And some of the teams with the least amount of appearances, you know, they were, like, the Hornets. The Cavaliers didn't even have one. Uh, The Timberwolves, I think, had one. So... It, it would just be nice if the NBA, like, did half of those games. And, and we then, wonder why
5: nobody knows about Evan Mobley or nobody knows about <laughs> Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, like they don't put them on national TV.
6: But it'd be nice if they, like maybe the first half of the season they had those national games set or maybe up until, like, the All-Star break.
5: Yeah. And
6: then you can revisit things at that point and be like, well, all right, well, this game is going to... Let's end s- the
5: season with on a good note with I some mean, competitive games. I don't or understand
6: not? why they don't do that anyway. The,
4: you can, in a week tell the TNT trucks, hey, we're going to go here on yeah, this day. You can make it happen. Like, the week before, you can do that. You don't need to have this they can make a pre-scheduled all, thing. They
5: can do some college game day type stuff to where, man, yeah. you can move this thing around and make, just, it, a, make it a thing. But I, I don't mean, know. And,
4: and they're just, it's not like they're sending a whole crew. It's just the broadcasters. Like, you're already moving them around anyway. So just make the decision the week before. You see the schedule ahead of you. Pick the best game you can that day and, and go from there yeah it's I, i've done so, this do this experiment sometime guys if the, if this continues next season is go to whatever app you use for your sports go to the nba games see what the national games are and then look at the schedule and choose what you would have put as the two national games that day i, I was doing it's, it's different like 80 percent of
6: the time I, I was doing this um either at the beginning i don't think it was last year the beginning of 2020 where basically yeah i looked at the what's the nba schedule like today who's what's the best game what's the game that you should watch yeah. try and figure oh, i remember
4: you doing that yeah. yeah whether
6: it's nba tv tnt or figure out a way to pirate it like this yeah. is the best matchup of the day or this is what we pass. should be seeing you yeah. know so I, I hear you on that and, because, and how many
4: times was it not on
6: tv oh it was all the time yeah yeah
4: yeah that's 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 frustrating well guess what nfl the nba is good at marketing but that's i understand they want the big markets i understand they want to get la and new york on there get better games
5: I think, I think that's all we care about is better games. So guess what, NFL? That said, May 12th is when you release your schedule. Your Christmas Day slate better not suck.
6: Better be fire.
5: Because you have an opportunity to really show up your competition, which is the NBA, and really steal headlines from them because they're, the champion is going to play on Christmas Day. And they're probably going to play against LeBron or against whomever they were in the finals against. You know, so... That's going to be a big game. It's more than likely it's probably going to be the first time those teams have met, you know, this season. So it's going to be some big games. Those middle two games, we know that for sure. NFL, you have an opportunity to dominate the day. From 10 a.m. till 7 or 9 p.m. when the when the games go off, you have a great chance here to set up your schedule for it to be really competitive. Don't screw the pooch.
4: Well what if we get like i don't know if they, this is even on the schedule this Browns year. rounds lions no what if we get a a, a, a super bowl rematch rams Bengals. that's sexy i don't know if that's on the schedule this year i'm just saying you're talking about we get the champion in the nba give us the rams give us the Bengals. even give, give us their games yes give us those playoff
5: games that were like super competitive man i'll, I'll look i'll watch green bay and, and san francisco again wasn't the most entertaining game as far as scoring but it kept me on the edge of my seat you know for most of that so yeah give give us those games but if you give us lions versus browns and then we're going to have you know seahawks versus patriots like come on bro like don't do this to us nfl fix it make it good
4: i'm gonna see Uh, oh we
5: got the jaguars we got the titans like
4: does this website show who they are playing yes okay uh rams do not play the Bengals this year dang but I mean, rams have games against the chiefs the chargers oh they play the whole west put one of the rams afc west games on there they play boom. chiefs chargers broncos raiders
5: rams rams chiefs do it boom make that
4: one of the christmas day games christmas that's i mean that would, yeah, why not although that could also be opening day <laughs> you know how the rams will open the season on that thursday that yeah. could be the opening think day they're day gonna game. put them
5: against the chiefs though getting their championship why not? They always pick the good games in that one. Yeah, I don't know. I think they should put them against like the not the the Jets or something like that. Just somebody that you know you can come in and 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 get a win against because it's
4: opening it's opening get, uh, game. You yeah. want you want that to be a good game.
5: Yeah, but you want to win your first game too. And how good are the Rams going to be this season?
4: Oh, they also play the Bucks.
5: Maybe that's your opening game.
4: There that might is. be it. That's going to be your opening game right there. Probably. Yeah, that's going to be a great opening game too. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
3: Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan.
4: That music means it's time for Hate It or Love It. Joe will pose questions to us. He will award us or deduct points from us as uh, as he likes or hates our answers. And then the winner gets to host the last segment. What do you got for
6: us today, Joe? Uh, hate it or love it. I shot under 50 on each of the nine hole sets yesterday. Ooh. So front nine, under 50, back nine, under 50, and then the other nine holes that I played under 50. Did I do that
4: on all three? Ooh. Go ahead, Lynch. Well, this is more of just a guess than like uh, we're going to get points for this. But I'm going to say, hate. I'm going to say you shot under 50 on two of the three nines, and then you shot like a 53 on the last one shot ooh, uh, I don't actually have any clue how good or bad I don't of a know. golfer you are. Y- you so. know
5: what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say love. Um, only because you you played 18 and probably did so well that you wanted to play another nine. I think that might have been because sometimes when you're just when you're hot, you're hot. I don't want the streak to end. Or you could have sucked and said, "I can't play this bad again." Let's play another nine. But I'm gonna go with the former. I think that you were feeling it and you played so well. It was like, man, let me go out there and shoot another. It's
6: good theory. To, good theory to have, and it's correct. Nice. Got myself a forty-seven, forty-nine, forty-nine. I knew it, Joe. Very I got faith nice. in
4: you, bro. Is that the best you've played? Uh,
6: yeah, yeah. I'm I'm consistently getting under fifty now, which is. Or under 100 in my 18 holes, which makes golf much more enjoyable.
4: So you're in the ni- generally in the 90s Dude, now? know
6: I'm telling you, it was... Are
4: you doing the handicap thing? Like, did you sign up for that site? No. No? I'm oh, not okay. good enough for that. You heard it here, folks. Well, if you're shooting under 100, you're good enough for that. <laughs> Just to know what your handicap is, right?
6: Yeah. I, yeah. I use an app that tells me what it is, but I don't know how, like, accurate it is. Mm. But, um, man, I, I'll tell you what. Golf is way more enjoyable when you shoot a 96, not a 126.
5: I can imagine. I can imagine. You heard it here, folks. Joe Fish will be in the Winco Foods Invitational that comes (laughs) this summer. Yes, indeed.
4: In the amateur portion of it. Serving
5: drinks. (laughs) And hitting. And hitting. And and making some big putts. I think you can do it. Yeah. We saw some of the guys that are there. I think you can compete with them.
6: Yeah, I'm sure. All right, moving on to Hated or Love It. We got a couple NBA, one NFL, one baseball. Let's start off with our uh, NBA. I think I heard you guys say something about the Phoenix Suns earlier, but they are a little banged up, and boy, do those Warriors look like the Warriors of past. Um, Jordan Poole playing amazing. They got their big three, so hate it or Love It. The Warriors are the best team in the Western Conference
4: Oh, I, I hate it. Uh, I still think it's the Suns. I know we've got the Devin Booker injury, but the, the Warriors are great. And when they're at full strength, they're really, really hard to stop. And I think they could easily beat the Suns. But in terms of team build, I just love what Phoenix is right now. I love Monty Williams as a head coach. I think it works. And I think the Suns are the best team. It's just, it's just that simple. I don't really have a lot of other things to say about it other than it's the Suns. It's been the Suns all year. They won 60 plus games for a reason. And I just view them as a better team than Golden State.
5: Oh, yeah, I I, I hate it. Um, I also believe the Phoenix Suns are the best team um, in basketball right now. However, I will say without Devin Booker, this team is much different. So if you're asking me for a playoff run, I, think, I do think Golden State might be the best team in the Western Conference at this point. Um, You're looking at how great um, Poole has played over these last three games. He thought it was a fluke the first game, but then he's come through in in the next two and was just absolutely phenomenal. The things that they're doing to this team. Who mind you? Uh, Denver isn't very good. We talked about that earlier in the day. But you're seeing how good of a player Draymond is without really uh, scoring the ball much. You're seeing that Steph Curry uh, is still Steph Curry after all this time. You're seeing a resurgence of Klay Thompson. looks like he finally found his stride, and he's starting to put the ball uh, in the basket. But this Nuggets, excuse me, this... the, uh, excuse me. This Golden State team is set up to to at least get out of the first round. They're going to make it difficult for anybody to play against. But if there is a healthy Devin Booker, I do still think the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the playoffs at this point.
6: And I'm a uh, spacing here. They would play the winner of Minnesota Memphis next round. Yes. Oh. Uh Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Three Rack- six versus two right. seven. Right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving all over to the Eastern Conference. We've got uh, the number one seed, the Miami. Heat. Hold on,
4: Joe. Would you rather see T Wolves Warriors or Grizzlies Warriors? We're rooting for the Timberwolves in the series, but what would be the better series in your opinion?
5: Uh, Memphis, you Memphis so? Warriors. Yeah, yeah,
6: I think I'm on board with that. Sorry. Yeah, cool. I feel like
5: the the T Wolves would.
6: Uh, that'd be a four four one four two series. Yeah, sorry. Me- Memphis, Memphis, Denver for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's see some history. Um, over on the ESO, Bucks, Bucs, really good. 76ers, uh, pretty solid. But the team that has probably looked the most impressive so far, probably going to be the Celtics. Oh, yeah. 3-0 lead on the Nets. Um, it, after game two, I saw a stat that the Celtics are 40-1 all time in seven-game series when they go up 2 nothing. So after game two I was like all right well I don't see them lose this now. <laughs> it's happened only once over 41 times my god uh so with how the Celtics have looked against the Nets hate or love it the Celtics are the team to beat in the east mm. well we already know Rashad's answer to this
5: oh am I going is it my turn No, yeah I'm sorry uh <laughs> hate it uh I still think the Miami Heat are the team to beat now mind you Again, almost like I just did with the um, with the the Jesus, uh, the, the one team that I was just talking about. Either way, Kyle, Kyle Lowry went down with a hamstring injury last night. Kyle Lowry said he's going to play through that, but we don't know exactly what that means. So, playing through a hamstring, we know uh, as Blazer fans how, how frustrating that can be to watch guys kind of try to hobble around, hobble around out there, but I still think Miami has uh the best perimeter. Uh, scoring, I still think they have the best perimeter defense. I think they've got the best player off the bench in Tyler Hero. I think they've got the best coach. I think everything that you'd want from a championship team, they check the boxes right now. The only thing holding them back at this point is health. And if Kyle Lowry is really able to play through this hamstring, and if it's not as bad as people think it is, then I don't think the – I don't think there's a roadblock for Miami as they get ready to move forward. I think if there is any roadblock for them, it would probably be the Boston Celtics, just because Jason Tatum presents such a mixed mismatch at six foot eight, six nine. Can play the power forward, but can also take you on the uh, on the perimeter and drive past you. Uh, Bam Adebayo might have a little bit of a tough time trying to guard him all night. But other than that, I just don't. I think this Miami team is just too complete. So um, I hate it. I think Miami is still the team to beat in the East.
4: Uh, I love it. I mean, at at this point in the season, in the playoffs, defense is what gets you through to the end. But you need some extra star power on top of it. Now you've got the defense obviously with the Heat, but the Celtics play really good defense as well. And the way Jason Tatum is playing right now is elevating to a different level level level. that I think that uh, they are actually the best team in the East at this point. Since the All-Star break, including these three games against the Nets, they are 20-5. and And that since the all-star break, they have hit a point of realizing what Udoka wants, putting it into action, and still getting their points offensively in the way they want to do it. Uh, I would put the Bucks second and the uh, Heat third in my personal order oh. of uh, guys, teams I view as the favorite in the East. So Celtics one, Bucks two, Heat three, Sixers four. Um, when you play defense like this, when you can suffocate Kevin Durant out completely in three straight games, that's what wins you titles. That's what wins you titles. The Heat are in a 1-8 series and lost to the eight seed. The Celtics are in a 2-7 against a seven seed that's more like a 1 seed, and they're winning 3-0. There's a big difference, in my opinion, between these two teams, so Celtics, yes, love.
6: It. All right, moving over to the NFL because we've got a draft this week. Wow. That snuck up on us. Yes, it sure did. Thursday is our first round of the NFL draft. And for years, it seemed like uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, no-brainer, number one overall pick, at least maybe number two, number three. Well, over the last few weeks, scouts and GMs and all the decision-makers are now wondering his commitment to the game and how much he really loves football, and can he be an impact player? Well, that that tune might be changing already. Cause I believe Matt Miller had it, him going number four overall to the jets. Uh, Mcshay's got him going number three overall to the Texans. So with everything that's happened, transpiring up into this point and you have what the draft experts are saying, hate it or love it. Cave on Thibodeau will go top five in the draft. Uh, I probably love it.
4: This is one of those things where in draft season, people throw smoke all the time to try to distract other teams from what their plans are, and Joe's right. We heard Thibodeau going number one overall for a long time, and then at the end of the college football season, it started to change, and and to be honest, Thibodeau did not have a particularly explosive final year with the Ducks. He had some moments that were good, but a lot of times watching the games, you were looking around like, where's Thibodeau? Like, he's not impacting the game at all. So... Naturally, his play lowered his draft stock a, t- a tiny bit. And then that other stuff that Joe's talking about, I feel like that's all just smoke. And I think it's a, it's a way to try to convince people that he's going to go lower so that maybe you can steal him at number five. If you're a team throwing out, oh, he's not even going to go in the top 10 and then you get him at, at six because he fell a little bit to you. He'll go top five. He, he's got the talent that NFL teams want. And you just got to be able to make sure he's got the right mentality for it. But I, yeah, I love it. I think, really I think he might go fifth, like right on that border, but that's top five, so.
5: I, I love it. He's Anybody that says Kayvon Thibodeau isn't a top five pick clearly hasn't watched any college football this past year or the year prior, you know, because he is as good an edge rusher, as good um, of, of a football player as you'll um, find in this draft or really any other draft. Kayvon Thibodeau, a, a, and you know what bothers me? I don't like the fact that, and it seems like when we talk about black players, especially black players that just are what we call naturally gifted, we start questioning their ability to play. We start questioning their ability if they, if they love the game. We just talked about Anthony Edwards and the fact that everybody kind came out when he was getting drafted saying, well, does he actually love to play? Why can't you do both? And so he's a guy that looks like he can do both. From his time at Oregon, we didn't see Kayvon Thibodeau do anything but work hard. And I could be wrong, but I didn't don't remember him hearing that he ever half-assed it or that he ever wasn't as good as advertised at any point that he was on the field for the Oregon Ducks. So, yes, a top-five pick is 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 really it's crazy to me because, really, a month ago, we were talking about him being possibly the first overall draft pick. So how he would go from first overall to out of the top five is crazy to me. Yes, well, like indeed, a he month will ago, still be
4: a, I think you're thinking, like, longer than that. Like, okay, two month a,
5: and a half, a month two ago, months ago.
4: He was out of the top ten in a lot of mock
5: drafts. he plummeted. That's crazy talk. And then, again, you say that if you're the GM, if you're the GMs, ten GMs that decide to pass on Kayvon Thibodeau, you should be fired. Just saying. You have an opportunity to have what could be a, a generational talent yeah. and you would just pass on him because I don't know if he likes to play. I think he's going to be more like Jadavion clowny though. It uh, oh, so you marked out a twelve-year or ten-year NFL career? No, I that's just, not.
4: I'm talking about as a high some pick, pro Bowl, you want so someone who is a couple is Pro
5: Bowls in between there. That's still not a bad. That's still that. not a bad player. So I understand. So if so if Jadeveon Clowney is your floor, I think that's a pretty good NFL career.
6: It's not a bad floor, but you'd want better. I, no, of course. I, but I if, think there. But if
5: that's your base of where you, where you could be, where people think you might be as Jadevian Clowney, like uh, I'm sorry, there are worse players. You could tell me I could be. Yeah. Just saying.
6: Well, I they're did have one players. more. <laughs> uh, I I had one more. We were up against it though, um, about how terrible Yankee fans are, and they're awful. They are, are truly awful. Are are they the worst fans in sports? Um,
5: uh, uh, maybe I would I would probably hate it.
4: I
6: mean, I, I I think you could probably argue like
4: some of the baseball teams in California where they actually kill fans. Although I guess Yankees and Red Sox fans did that themselves as well. Say, I are they like, annoying? yes well he threw garbage at players Uh, are
5: are, are they now that's a hater love it are they the most annoying fan base quite possibly but
6: again we're against it so rashad you win thank you sir we can talk about that next i'd like to know that was terrible yesterday it's pretty ugly so
4: stupid
5: i what happened at the for at the yankee game Uh so
4: it was the ninth (laughs) inning Uh oh it was the ninth inning
5: grayson allen is killing by the way just the
4: left fielder uh former oregon state stephen kwan Missed a ball and crashed into the wall really hard. And I guess this is this is just from what we were hearing. Some of the fans behind the wall were like talking smack to him after he got hurt. So the center fielder came over and he actually climbed the wall and was screaming at the fans because he was pretty seriously, I mean, he's playing today, but he was pretty seriously hurt, it, it looked like. And then he went to a different part at the end of the game and was yelling at the fans and they started throwing beer cans at him. So, that's what happened. And and other various pieces of garbage.
5: We're going to talk about the fans. Discuss next on the fan. <laughs>
3: Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan.
5: Fans, it's been a
4: while chill. since we've heard this song.
5: I know. I don't like how you tried to rub that in there right now. It's been a while since we heard. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, man. I don't. I don't like that. Oh, but, you caught that? Sorry. Yeah, I caught that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but man, uh, fans, you got to chill. All right. We were, we were in a stretch to where we didn't know if we were going to have sports for a while, let alone be around people at a sporting event for, it looked bleak for a long time. So now that you get back to these games, chill. Go enjoy the game. Heckle the players. You suck, LeBron. That's a broken shot, Steph. Blah, blah, blah. Say whatever you want to say. Don't be disrespectful. Don't be weird. We saw last night, I think two people, I'm not sure if it was from the same incident. Two people carried out of the game between Memphis and Minnesota. One person tried to run on the on the court, and I guess they had a referee shirt on underneath their shirt and was going to eject the referee or excuse me, eject the owner of Minnesota. That's what they were coming out there for. Okay. To take off their shirt and give them ejected, give them an ejection. The weird PETA glue. It was a it was a uh, and thing. I, I want to say, I want to say, is it, it was, the same, is it the same? I want to say it was some somebody, somebody from PETA. Well, was from it P-
4: Minnesota that had the lady yeah. who tried to glue
5: herself to the court? Yes, it was. It was Minnesota. So that was during the play-in, right? So, fans, I saw a, a, a clip of um, Kyrie flipping the bird to Boston fans. Now, mind you, Kyrie's a weirdo. We'll go ahead and say that we all know it. However, that doesn't mean that you get to be disrespectful at these games. It's well noted, Boston. You talk about annoying fans, you talk about the worst fans, it may be Boston. Anywhere in Boston. You're talking Red Sox, talking Patriots, talking Celtics, just pick one. It might be Boston. We can all we can all just Philly, probably, you know, but Boston. More than likely, for 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 multitude of reasons. Either way, those fans make it they not they're not doing any of us any favors at those games. Chill out because it's getting annoying. it's like we're seeing more and more fan interaction with players and it's like bro so i'm never mad at a guy like westbrook for saying man or lebron man get these dudes out of here like get get them out of here like it's it's this weird
4: thing of the keyboard warrior personality has been existing for so long now that it's seeping out combined with the fact that everyone's at each other's throats over everything seemingly these days and that together equals what we're seeing you know what what there's there's like you got to be like a decent human being right like there's lines yeah you're, you're right you can heckle a player you can True. say what you want to them you suck bro i mean well not you can't say what you want to them you know don't don't just throw a slur at them or anything like that but if someone's injured what are you what are you Come talking about have for? some
5: have some as fans and understand like, if the players from the other team don't want to see these guys get injured, why are you cheering? Yeah. That's weird and it's classless, and if that's how y'all doing stuff, I wouldn't even want to be a part of your fan base. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, I'm out next
4: week, but uh, these two guys will be here, I imagine. we here. And uh, more NBA playoffs to discuss. And uh, enjoy the rest of the NBA playoffs, everybody. It's been a fun first round. So uh, four games today. Have fun watching those. And uh, we'll see you next week. We'll be back 9 to 11 every Sunday, Sports Sunday, here on The Fan.